Everybody to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Classen, joined by Jabron. Oh. <laughs> we got you back. Yes, I am back and better than ever. <laughs> Sorry for missing last week, but yeah. Just uh, had to. Hey, 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 we need our parlay pounder. We do, we do, and I will have that stuff for you at the end of the telecast, but <laughs> let's get this first segment rolling. You're, you're already starting with the suspense. I do oh, want to yeah. tip of the cap, shout out to Jeremy Odom. For sure. Uh, did a fantastic job, and oh, by the way, he was on fire if you followed him, especially yes, those he was. YouTube shorts we put out before the NFC and AFC championship games. He was smacking them all over the place. Yes, he was. I almost called that upset with the Niners, <laughs> but uh, still covered, Still covered, and that's what we're all about, is just cover. Just cover. Just cover. So, uh, yeah, uh, how does that saying go? Close counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Um, not sports betting. No. Nope. Well, we want to talk a little NCAA yes, basketball. We we're towards the end of January, getting ever so much closer to mm-hmm. March, and we got a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday afternoon lineup. Yeah. We're going to be touching them all. Big 10, Big 12, and, of course, the Big East. But we got to start. In the Big Ten. Yes, we do. We got to start at home. Yep. The Big Red, the Huskers, are playing host to the number sixth ranked <laughs> team in the nation. That is the Wisconsin Badgers. Yep. That's going to be a 7.30 tip-off primetime on BTN. You say Nick Baugh is going to be on the call? Nick Baugh and uh, ah, Kugler, for sure. Ah, it's going to be a good it. one. Good, good. Great uh, great tandem there. Great yep. broadcasters. And hopefully this will be a great game. If the books have anything to say about it, it will be. because. <laughs> yeah. This is a little bit tighter than what I thought I was going to see. For sure, Andy. Like you said, coming into it, Nebraska's at home, so they're giving them a little bit of credit yeah. here. But the line's only plus one and a half towards uh, Nebraska. They're okay. only getting a point and a half towards <laughs> the number six team in the nation right. that's already beat us. Obviously, that was in yeah. Wisconsin, Andy. But you you got it. You uh. can't feel good about this being a Cornhusker fan coming off the loss to Maryland. Didn't show got up. Got pummeled. Just, 73 to 51. No, 73 50. One. No doubt about it, Andy, but there is hope, Andy, because we uh-huh. are on a 7 and 0 streak at home Dang. for the Cornhuskers. Okay. The only bounce back on that is we're 4 0 uh, 4 the last four games on the road. <laughs> so it, it just seems that this Nebraska team really gets up for their home games yep. and can't travel. They just come yeah. out dead energy all the time on the road, but this is in Pinnacle Bank Arena. Right. And the people really get going in there. Hey, and they got some pelts hanging on the wall at home. They do. That, which includes the number one team in the nation. It That's does. what everybody's talking about. And I just I just checked out before we went on air, bracketology. We're still the last four in. We're in. Yeah. We're in. We're, uh, we're our we're so much of a bubble team, it's crazy, Andy. Right now, if we can get this win, we're definitely in. Think they, so. they couldn't keep us out if we have a, a win over number one and number six. They just could not ah, do it. You just keep losing those road games, and then it's easy to say, oh, they can't travel. We're the only team in Big Ten history yeah. to finish fourth or highest and get snubbed out of the tournament. Somehow that happened to yeah. Nebraska. I can see that being the first time ever yeah. a team knocks off a number one ranked team that late in the season and not make it's just so on brand yeah, for the Huskers. For, for the Big Red, but you, you got to look at this game from a betting standpoint, Andy, and think that that money line for Wisconsin is just free money. Minus 120 yeah. right now, money line 
for Wisconsin. I just think it's it's too good of a deal to pass up right yeah. now. This is just for them to win. Don't have to cover any points. Even the point and a half spread, it, it looks pretty pretty Wild. good for me, Andy. Yeah. Just on the Badger side, this is a team that's just pummeled Michigan State, just pummeled Minnesota, mm-hmm. just pummeled yeah. Indiana. Th- this team does looks like one of the best teams in the nation. Eight well, and one in conference, sixteen and four overall. Uh, I got the Badgers tomorrow, but I will be in attendance okay. in Lincoln cheering for the Big Red. So you're gonna you're gonna bet with your head, cheer with your heart. You're no not doubt. gonna do anything goofy and wear like a, a red Wisconsin jersey or <laughs> no, anything. I will no. be decked out in Herbie Husker gear. And we've seen it before. For some reason, the Huskers just hit another gear at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be terribly surprised, but I would be surprised if they win in this spot. You're not going to sneak up on Wisconsin. You never could since you beat them, what was that, like five, six years ago. Exactly. And with Nebraska playing so well at home, they're going to be prepared yeah. for it. Yep. Beating Purdue and just having some really nice games the last two times out at home yep. against Ohio State and Northwestern. Two, you know, pretty decent yep. teams in, in the Big Ten, especially Northwestern with that 6-4 and yep. four record in conference. So, I really really like the the way that Nebraska plays at home, but this yep. Wisconsin team just seems a little bit too much. And you know, the homeboy Chucky Hepburn's going to be in yeah, there uh, raising the crowd a little bit. So uh, I like Wisconsin, especially at the rate we're getting them at. Mast, I need you. I need your three point shooting and your rebounds <laughs> yep. again. He's averaging over eight per game in rebounds, and he's leading the team. and And when he catches fire from beyond the arc, obviously a very tough out are the Huskers, especially at home. And Wisconsin, I think. <laughs> Uh, with all that being said, I, I, I side with you on this one. For sure, Andy. Should, and we should just uh, t- touch on it a little bit because the line is out there. The over-under on this game is at 144.5, Andy. Okay. Um, I, I really think that it gets there because I do believe Wisconsin, mm. just the way that they shot against us last okay. time, shot yeah. over 50% from three. You know Nebraska can shoot that well from three as they well. They want shoot, to. Shooting 46 yep. against them last time. So yeah. I, I really believe that this score can get up that far, especially yeah. if Wisconsin can do their part with getting 85 points, which I think they will. Hey, and Wilcher, for some reason, he can turn it on at home. No he can sink the threes. No so there, There's a path there. And I like the over as well. Okay, should we move on to Friday? Let's do it. A Big East matchup. This is going to be in Omaha on yeah. FS1. Butler, the Bulldogs, are coming to town to take on the Creighton Blue Jays. Uh, this... Butler's just always there. They're just always there. Fourteen Andy. and seven. Yep. Uh, right now, currently uh, sixth in the Big East. Yeah, Creighton. We all know about Creighton. They're sixteen and five, sitting currently in second, the two seed, ranked thirteenth in the nation. Mm. Uh, there's not too many holes in, in Creighton. For some reason, they just have these lapses, and no one can put their finger on it. Yeah. Uh, shout out uh, Chucky Hepburn. Of course, we always got to talk about Baylor Shireman. Eighteen points per game. Yeah. Uh, he's also leading the team in rebounds per game. Eight point one. His Stat lines. He is starting to have some all-time stats. When, mm-hmm. especially if you go back to his days in South Dakota, yeah, it's just crazy the career he's had uh, thus far. And I, once again, I think this is going to be a really tough out uh, for Butler. You just got to keep your eye on how far that line's going to get out. Is it going to get six, seven points? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would, but be if surprised. it gets there, then I like Butler. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, Andy. I think this is more of a four to five, yeah, uh, point yep. line, yep. especially with the way that Butler's played so uh, lately. Just just got a double overtime win against Villanova, uh, beat Georgetown yep. in DePaul, played Xavier. Uh, you know, the, spanked DePaul just like they're supposed to. Just yep. went to Chicago and spanked them. Exactly, and All then right, they had a really, uh, really close game against Seton Hall as well. So. Uh, 
I, I do believe it's going to be a close contest, but uh, Creighton playing in Omaha, it's a different beast. Just like yep. we talked about with the Huskers, this is just as good as atmosphere in Creighton, in Omaha. I, I really like the Blue Jays to pull this one out, especially yeah. at home. Yeah, and I don't see any emotional letdown after the pink out game. That's yeah, always no such way. a special event, but there's been some times that's passed. I've been able to catch your breath, get back into practice, yeah. all those good things. So I think we're all on Big Blue here, and we're talking about Billy the Blue Jay, not the Butler Bulldog. Yeah, for sure. And Kalkbrenner has been on his game as yes, of the last has. few games, putting up some big numbers, looking like he's hustling a little bit yep. more than he did earlier in the season. So I really like him to have a huge game here along with Baylor and Trey. So, uh, yeah, give me the Blue Jays all day yeah. on Friday. Oh, talking about guys on the game, Trey Alexander. Woo! Uh, uh, he is the reigning Big East Player of the Week. Let's go! <laughs> so come on, defend home They will once they again. Will. Go Blue Jays. Here's a big one. This is a big one. Saturday, yeah. 3 o'clock, tip-off on ESPN. The Houston Cougars, who are currently 19-2, and everybody, yeah. are heading on over to Lawrence, Kansas, to take on the 17-4 and Jayhawks. you got to think the Jayhawks will probably be a slim favorite here. <sighs> However... I don't know. Everything is pointing towards Houston right now. Yeah. Uh, Ken Palm has the, their rankings has them number one overall. Uh, these guys are tearing it up after back to back losses to start the season. Oh, they've just rattled off nineteen wins. Yep, for sure, Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston looks really good right now. I mean, uh, they just took an overtime game away from Texas at yep. Texas, yep. which is a very good uh, resume builder. Just beat the brakes off Kansas State, BYU, UCF, <laughs> uh, Texas Tech. So th- they haven't had a lot of close games. It was really nice for them to have that close game against Texas and right. come up on top yeah. at, on the road. That's a huge win. Uh, Kansas, on the other hand, has not played very well on the road this season. Uh, Iowa mm-hmm. State just lost to them on the road. Uh, West Virginia lost to them on the road. But this is a team, Andy, that has one of the best traditions in college basketball sure. when they're at home. So I, I do it is believe, at home. I do believe Houston is going to be favored in this game just because of the woes that Kansas had lately. So you might want to look at that plus. Mm. If Kansas is getting points, mm. I always like Kansas when they're getting points, especially at home. I was going to say at home, that's a whole other story there, but... Um, Golly, it's just it's really tough to go against it, it Houston, really is. Uh, but they, they got to lose sometime, right? Yeah. You, you like to think that uh, on this riding this nineteen game uh, mm-hmm. winning streak, and uh, Kansas has done this before. Yeah, they, can- they they've uh, let teams. Uh, taste defeat before. Yeah, for sure, Andy. The the one thing you got to look about at Houston, Andy, is their defense. They are so good at defense, only allowing yeah. fifty two points a game, Andy. Ooh. But that's gonna, this is going to be pushed to the test with a Kansas team that puts up. 80 points a game. Yeah. So this is kind of the test here. Right. Uh, Houston defense versus Kansas Jayhawks offensive basketball. I can't wait to watch this one. If Kansas is getting plus four, plus five points, I'm hammering the Jayhawks. Now, I know you recognize the old ball coach. Everyone knows Bill Suff. Yeah. Do you see who Houston's coach is? I, d- I don't know. Kelvin Sampson. That takes me back to the old high school days when we used to have to run the Oklahoma offense yep, instilled by Mr. Sampson himself. Yep. So shout out to old... Christian Freeland, our old <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> high school coach. Uh, his guy, one of his mentors, guys he used to look up to, still getting it done. Currently ranked first in the Big 12 yep. with a 19-2 and record. But I think we're looking at I I hate to pick the Jayhawks because I'm wrong when I'm with them. I'm wrong when I pick against them. Yeah. The Jayhawks are my kryptonite, so I, I'm just being honest here. I'm going to sidestep that Yay. Like, like no other. That's not a bad thing to do, especially on a big-time game, number four versus number eight in the nation. Right. 
I like the Jayhawks if they're getting points. If it's just a money line bet, I think Houston can pull it off. There we go. Well, you heard the horn. That means we're up against it. So let's recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, and I'm joined by Jabron. Oh, the Parley Pound. You got it. We're back. Back in your rightful place here on WTL. You're correct. You're feeling better. You, you, you're a little under the weather there. I was. I was, and I just didn't have the voice. Uh, I didn't want to not give it to the listeners yeah. uh, with with that scratchy uh cold that I had. So, nope, back. I'm ready gotta to go. That. Can't gotta, wait. Got to have that voice. Got to have the got voice. Alright, so we're, we talked a little NCAA basketball. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to the association. Yes. NBA with some headliners here coming up this weekend. Let's start with the biggest of them all. Yeah. Uh, storied rivalry. We're heading back to the Garden, Madison Square Garden for a Saturday, 7.30 tip-off on ABC. The Lakers Showtime is going to be in town, but I tell you what, the Knicks have taken two of the last three from the Lakers. Yeah. And I think I just looked at it. Lakers are a game under 500 right now, like 24 and 25? They're 24 and 25, Andy. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm. like you said, the Knicks, very, very good team in the East this year. Third in the yeah. East right now, 31 and 17. Yeah. A uh, couple reasons that I'm going to be on the Lakers for this game, Andy. <laughs> okay, here we go. Julius Randle <laughs> is out for a couple weeks for the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis has just rested a game. That means he's going to be back. <laughs> uh, and you know, LeBron he just took his game off. And LeBron really likes to show out in New York City. Wow. I I, yeah. I I I think the Knicks will be favored by you know three to five points, and I believe that the Lakers are going to win this They're outright. just going to win outright. They're going to win outright. Wow. Uh, I, you have to give it to the these New York Knicks have been playing so well. Just put down the Utah Jazz. Uh, Jalen Brunson is a perennial all-star, it yeah. looks like. 29 points in that uh, in that contest. It, I just don't believe that they have the size now yeah. without Julius Randle to compete with huge bigs okay. like LeBron James and Anthony Davis to bang with them and, under the rim. And okay, so you already checked on Anthony Davis and he took his game off so yep. he's going to play. What about LeBron? Because he, he does that load management he too. D- he does too, but not against New York in not, New York. Not in Madison Square Garden. Nope. Uh, because I, I don't know where you can really poke a hole at, in the Knicks this season. They're only a half a game back yep. behind Boston, the Atlantic um, Conference there. They are 31 and 17. This team, they are full of grinders. Third yes. in the NBA in rebounds, and then just really good numbers across the board. Three point percentage, they're 10th or 11th. Uh, points scored, they're sitting 10th or 11th. Uh, so, like, they're just a complete team that's not afraid to get their nose dirty. No this, doubt about it. And this is the type of team, a rebounding team, that gives the Lakers trouble. Even though the Lakers are taller and more athletic than everybody, for some reason they can't out-rebound it. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree, Andy. And uh, like you just said, Dante DiVincenzo for the New York Knicks just came off his best game of the year, nine triples yeah. in the game. Big had, East. had 33 points. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to say this is going to be easy for the Lakers. I just think with the subtraction of Julius Randle out okay. of the Knicks 
lineup. I do believe the Lakers have a fighting chance in uh, probably in New York where LeBron likes to show out. Now they're sitting. The Lakers are currently sitting fourth, fourth yeah. in the Pacific Division in their yeah. division. Uh, are they in any kind of scare to make the playoffs, or does, do they just pretty much take everybody? It, and they don't care. <laughs> they take the top ten teams now with the play-in tournament. Mm. Uh, they're currently sitting nine in the Western Conference, okay. so it, it, they pretty much have a spot. It yeah. looks like uh, I do believe they'll <laughs> wow. they'll probably end up a couple games. You know, over five hundred. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I just believe the thing with the Lakers are just get healthy, 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 healthy by the end of the season, and they're going to have a chance against anybody. All righty. So you you let you're being a homer here a little bit, but you have good reason. Randall is out, one of the leaders, captains of the New York Knicks, yep. and yeah, when the lights are bright, that is when uh, LeBron does like to show out. Exactly. Um, th- this past week, starting the week, uh, Lakers played a double time overtime game against the Warriors. To Took Steph and LeBron to the breaking point. Yep. Uh, and Lakers came on top of that one. So I'm taking them again in another yeah. primetime slot against another primetime team. It's not like the Lakers forgot how to win no. or anything like that. It's just that sometimes they shut it off and they're 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 a thin team. They are a top very heavy. thin team. Yeah, they're top heavy. They're very top heavy. If those two don't play, it's very hard for them to win. All right, should we move on to Sunday? Let's do it. Uh five o'clock tip up on ES. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, it is. The Clippers are heading down to Miami, Miami, Miami. Welcome to Miami. To take on the Heat. Now the Heat were on a seven game losing streak. Yeah. They just snapped it. They got off the Schneid. Now they're hosting the Clippers. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, Andy, to look at a team that's 25 and 23 that has a seven game yeah. losing streak. So yeah. you know that they're pretty good and they still show out, uh, you know, every game. They're still leading their division by half game. It, it, exactly. <laughs> and they just took down a really, really good Sacramento team right. at home. Jimmy Buckets, obviously, leading the way with 31.7 rebounds and six assists. Yeah. Uh, the guy can do it all. So I really like this matchup, but you got to look at the Clippers on the other side, Andy. Mm-hmm. And they are playing very very good ball. Just went out to the East Coast, took on the Wizards, and their their big guy, the Claw, just put in 31 as well. So this, this is going to be a very good game. I do believe the Clippers will be probably favored in this one, especially if all their guys are playing. Uh, if, if Miami's getting any points here, they might be in the right direction to get a game on a primetime slot here. You know, for all the things we like about Miami, they're still only two games above 500. They're sitting seventh currently in the no Eastern doubt. Division. So yep. uh, there, there's a lot of ways to to look at this Miami team and think, ah, I got a side against them. But at home, it's something different. And also, the yep. Clippers having to go clear across the nation, maybe a little jet lag, all that type of stuff. Yeah, and they just lost. Uh, like I said, they did beat the Wizards, but they did have to go to Cleveland the game before that. Lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm. but you do got to look at uh, the, their repertoire of work the last four or five games, yeah. beating Boston, beating <laughs> Toronto, beating the Lakers, beating the Nets. Uh, this Clipper <laughs> team is for yeah, sure, and are. I think they're going to be there at the end this year. So I really yeah. like the Clippers, probably to take this one down. Uh, if Miami's getting any kind of points, maybe look that way. And the Clippers, uh, they're one of those teams that where Sports Center always cuts out a little time for them. Yeah. So when you're one of those teams that ESPN or Sports Center kind of works their show around for you, yeah. uh, you, you know you might have something, might have one of those seasons. And especially with this game being on the mothership of ESPN, you know that Kawhi yeah. is going to play, you know James Harden's going to yep. play, and, Ru- and Russ is going to be able to want to get some points in there too. So I do like the Clippers. Uh, if it gets too outrageous though with points, uh, maybe look at Miami to cover. All right, well, we're not done. No. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. That was the 5 o'clock. Now we got a 7.30 tip-off on NBA TV. Yep. The Blazers are taking on our Nuggets. Yeah. 
Mm, you're you're thinking the Nuggets are going to get a little bounce back here after dropping one to the Thunder? Yeah, Andy. Uh, for one, the Thunder is the second best team in the Western Conference. Yes, so they yes, are they a very, are. very good team. And by the way, they took him to the wire and they didn't have the MVP playing. They did not have the yep. Joker. He yep. just uh, took a rest day with his back. He had lower back problems, a.k.a. Didn't want to go play Load that game. management. Load management. Uh, <laughs> but he is going to eat this Trailblazers team alive. This Trailblazers so. team, 14-33 and 33 on the year. Uh, one of the worst two teams in the Western Conference, along with the San yep. Antonio Spurs. Uh, I, I just, uh, especially with this being on NBA TV, you know they're going to pump up the Nuggets so much on this one. Uh, mm. I really like the Joker in this one, and probably look at that triple-double plus money because he's probably going to do it. How's Jamal Murray doing? I just I was looking at some of his season stats. He's only played in 34 games. Yeah. It seems that that's really been his bugaboo, but a season ago when they went on their championship run, he wasn't hurt. No. He, he was healthy the entire season, and, and they needed him. Yeah. Uh, just this game against the Thunder – Everybody's looking for him to, you know, kind of be yeah. the point scorer. Didn't end up happening. Uh, Joker's still the man. Yes. Yes, he is. Averaging 26 points per game. Murray's still averaging over 20, 21.4 yep. uh, games. I think Aaron Gordon's your guy. When, when he's rebounding, when he's banging down low, and people can't uh, play off yeah. too much of Nokolic, you know, really load up on him, and they have to give at least a little respect to Gordon, the other big man down there, that's when Denver, I feel, is just, Really, really tough to they're, handle. They're really tough to beat, Andy. They, I mean, to me, they got a really, really good starting lineup. Like you said, with Aaron Gordon and when Michael Porter Jr. is hitting those threes and yeah. in that starting lineup, they yeah. are so hard to beat, especially uh, just being a Mike Malone coach team and got that grit and then Joker just not giving a hoot against who he's playing. Or, <laughs> he don't uh, give a hoot. He really doesn't. He, he just puts it out there every night yep. and he's going to make short work of this Blazers team. Uh, it's, on Sunday. It's almost like he's kind of tone deaf to how how a game's supposed to play out, how a season's supposed exactly. to play out. You know, uh, I thought the, that it's still uh, uh, gaining traction. Some of those shorts out there where LeBron obviously flopped against him, and then yeah. the next play down he flopped, and LeBron's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Yeah, you want to play? Let's you play. Play? You want to play? I'm the MVP. <laughs> yeah, I've won more recent MVPs and championships than you have. Just I know hilarious. That you're the I know you're the star boy, but I can still do it too. Uh, you got to look at Denver, Andy, because there are only a game back from, you know, having one of the best records in yep. all of the NBA. 33-16, and a uh, game and a half back of the Timberwolves in the Western Conference. It is so fun to watch the Timberwolves doing so good yep. because, you know, we're so close to them and everything. But you know that Denver's not far off, especially when they put that healthy roster out. They're, they're, they are my favorites to take the championship again this year. No, in the Northwest, they're only four and a half games back, that half game now to the Thunder. But, yeah. I mean, these are your top-tier teams. Yeah. Blazers are sitting there in the five-hole in the Northwest Division. Yeah. 14 and 33. There's just not much to really hang your hat on with uh, Portland since the trade. No, it's it's been real tough. Dame time looks like he's made a you know a new uh, home in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. With, with the freak. Yeah, uh, it, it just looks like it's it's going to be bad time in Portland for the for quite a while here. Yeah, they are they are four and six out of the last ten, so not <laughs> bad. But Denver is sitting at seven and. Seven and three, and they're yeah. looking to take care of business at home here. Like you said, NBA team. What is your number though? I mean, if eight, ten, it'll probably be b- about an eleven point to twelve point mm-hmm. spread. Uh, uh, and I like them to cover. And Denver by twenty. I like I like Denver by twenty. <laughs> they're just going to get up on them by so much that the Blazers are going to be packing in, packing. They in. know the drill. Yep, and yeah, Nugget, Nuggets will play halfway through the third quarter. 
All right, well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying a Bavarian wheat beer known as the Eos. The unfiltered Eos is a fresh, sweeter-style Hefeweizen, thanks to its notes of vanilla and nutmeg. Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron Napoli <laughs> Pounder. You got it. You got it. <laughs> and we got to get back into your wheelhouse yeah. here. UFC fight night back at the Apex, yeah. back in Las Vegas. It just feels right. Six o'clock Central Standard Time is when all the fun begins. Yes, sir. And you better get there early because there's a uh, headliner, you could say, of somewhat on the prelim yeah. card. It's going to be wrapping up with Oh, How the Mighty Have Fallen. Yeah. Molly McCann, Meatball Molly. Yeah. Still a favorite, uh, taking on a gal out of Romania, Diana yep. Belvita, uh, and you do have uh, McCann as your minus two sixty five favorite. However, she's on the prelims. Yeah, Andy. Uh, you know Diana Belvita, Warrior Princess, punched her ticket with a four fight win streak of her own. Here, she currently sits just two and four in the UFC. Though, uh, I, this is. This is a fight where they're trying to get Molly back into yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. That's how uh, I look at this I have one. to admit that I remember her. She faced this girl in her debut back in 2019. Uh, both both women have noticeably you know, gotten better since this, but I follow, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm following the same script on this one. Molly Meatball. Yeah. Uh, they got know, a proper at, backup. Yeah. You know. Bella Bita using her size and power as the edge and strikingly only to be let down by she has very, very bad takedown defense, which okay. Molly is going to destroy her with. Yeah. Though McCann's grappling remains a step below, you know, very, very top brass. Yeah, the elite. Like Blanchfield. Yeah. She's not ranked anymore. Exactly. None of that jazz. It, it's good enough to carry her past a one-dimensional striker, even as a smaller woman. I, I, I really like Molly McCann here. Yeah. And, and, and the line shows it. Uh, I, I believe she wins this by unanimous decision. You so. can bet this fight's still going to catch more action than maybe some of the fights on the main card. Oh, for no, no other reason, everybody knows Meatball Molly. For sure. For sure. She's still an attraction. She's still fun to watch. Uh, you know, Patty the Batty's probably going to be there cheering her on. So. Sure. Uh, no, I, I I like her by unanimous decision, especially if you want to get a little bit more propped up on those uh, odds, Andy. All right. That's a straw weight bout. Should we move on up to the uh, main card? Let's do it. We're going to stay with the women's uh, division here, yeah. and we're going to go to the flyweight where the number seven contender is taking on the number nine contender. Uh, two fighters out of Brazil. So how many How many does it take to make a Brazilian? <laughs> well, two in this case. Two in this case. Vivian Arejo is your favorite over yeah. Natalia Silva, who is mentioned again. She is the number nine contender. So this is a very even kill. As yeah. far as the paper is concerned, a yes. uh, fight right here. Yeah, it is, Andy. But the way that the book looks, it's way out of whack. Obviously, Silva looks like a minus 350. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, huge favorite. Huge, huge favorite, favorite here. Arejo is... 
is uh, yeah plus two eighty five just on the money line. Vivian yeah. comes into this one off a bounce back win. They're both over coming Maya. off wins. They're yeah. both coming off Proven wins. Proven that she still can compete, Andy. Yeah. But this is a very good thing for the UFC that she won that fight, so they can yeah. still use her as a prop up for this emerging star, Natalia Silva. Yeah. So Natalia Silva looks to continue her impressive UFC run here. Uh, I, I think th- this is going to be. A, a really good fight for her. I expect Silver to take the next step by downing her way and win this and get into title contention. So I, I really like her right now, and I think it goes the distance as well. I mean, that minus 340, though, is there any type of a prop or any way you're trying to get some value out of this yeah, one and Andy, still stay with your gal, Silva? You you can. you got to just dive into it a little bit. And uh, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to go the distance. So if, you, okay. if you're looking at that – Three rounds. Natalia Silva by decision is just at a minus one fifty. That's a lot there we go. better. Yeah, uh, bang for your buck there. So if that's what you're looking at, if you're looking to bet on this fight, take Natalia Silva by decision minus one fifty. Definitely a very good parlay piece. Yeah, I like minus one fifty a lot more than I like minus three fifty no or three forty or whatever. She's definitely gonna win, at. and I believe this is the method she is going to use. It's gonna go the whole fight. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I can't wait to watch it. I, I, it looks like it's going to be a really good one. Uh, should we uh, move on up the card? Let's do it. We're talking men's now, lightweight bout, where you have the 13th uh, ranked contender taking on the 15th ranked contender. Yeah. So, once again, on paper, this looks like a very even matchup. You got a Brazilian once again, Renato Maciano, is yep. a slim minus 142 favorite over Drew Dober, the American. Yeah, Andy, this is gonna. This is, I think this should be the. <laughs> this is one of my favorite fights of the night. Obviously, the American. I love Drew Dober. Hey, and that I, guy's got a chin. He really He's does. Got a chin. And I really think he has a very good shot at pulling up this upset here, Andy, with some plus money on the line. Yeah. Uh, like you said, uh, both you are know, coming off wins. Both, both these are fighters. Off wins. Masiano is a tall grappler with great submission and much improved striking, although he is still a rather hittable and doesn't take punches well, Andy. Yeah, I mean, he's 5'11 and 155. Exactly. You know, so it's crazy. I got to feel like he also has to cut a lot of weight. He does. I mean, if you're going to be that tall and fight at 155. And he kind of over it. Uh, he's yeah. not very good at getting out of the way. And with Drew Dober is one of the most credited knockout artists in the UFC with nine to his credit. During his time with the promotion, he has been submitted several times during his UFC run, however, all by very talented submission artists like Islam Makachev yeah. and Dariush. So I really like Dover yeah. to get this one. Masiano's coming in this with a big mouth, thinks that this guy isn't anywhere near what he needs to be. <laughs> I got Drew Dober in this one. I can feel he can force a striking match here long enough for Masiano with a big shot and get the knockout, Andy. And the way that you got to look at this one is you can get big plus money on uh, the knockout here. Let me find the line quick. Dober has 10 more wins in the UFC. Yeah. Masiano. 27, 12, and 0 for <laughs> yeah. 17 and 5. So a lot more tread on the tires, as we always like to say, but you're thinking Dober can handle this yeah, one. Dober by TKO is at a plus 225 right now. Ooh. I believe that is the most likely outcome of this fight. Plus 225. If you are totally against me with uh, Masiano winning this thing by submission, if he gets him on the ground, that's at a plus 120. So. Either way you're looking mm. at this fight, either yeah. way which guy you want to win the fight, there's plus money to yeah. be had on each side 
I'm on the Dober side. Go America. Go KO. USA, TKO. USA. Yep. USA. Knockout. <laughs> Dober by knockout. I got it. And and just straight up, he's at a plus one twenty. So you're getting plus money uh, by way. decision either way. So uh, if you're rolling with the United States, Drew Dober double D. Yeah. Uh, you gotta like that plus money. I love it. I love it. All right. Should we move on up to the headliner? The headliner. Here. Headliner. Number eight versus number eleven. Boy, they got some really good. They I do. mean, even matched up here as far as like we say, like on paper. Yeah. A uh, young man out of Georgia, Roman Dolides. He's your plus one forty underdog. Yeah. Taking on a young man out of France, Imanov. He was yeah. at minus one sixty six. Yeah, uh, Imanov is definitely the favorite here, Andy. Uh, his last fight was ruled a no contest after an accidental clash of heads against Chris Curtis, but he was destroying Curtis until that moment. So mm. I believe that okay. should go in yeah. as a win. I yep. think the bookmakers kind of count that as a win. But before that, he lost a decision to former champ Sean Strickland. Oh, everyone loses to Sean. Uh, <laughs> everyone loses to Sean. Know, but it, it was still a very competitive fight. Yeah. It was impressive that he took it to the fifth round against a guy with the yeah. stature of Strickland. Yeah. Um, and sure, Roman on the other side is coming off a competitive defeat against Marvin Vittori, one of the uh, right. other good, yep. you know, good fighters in the Big division. time striker. And yep. many thinking he should have won by decision, but it wasn't as close on the rewatch. Vittori did beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I believe this is a very good fight. I believe Imanov is is uh, just a little bit better than him. And when you're getting yeah. plus money with Imanov to get a knockout, I believe it's the way to go. Like mm. just, just like Dober, he's a plus 225 with the TKO. I, I love Ooh. this line right now. But if you're just on him to win, it's a straight-up uh, minus 160, which is a good parlay piece as well. Yeah, when you're talking about striking, Imanov uh, uh, definitely has the edge there, landing four and a half, over four and a half uh, per minute compared yeah. to just at three there for Roman. Uh, but when you get into grappling, is this where you might feel you know a little bit of a hesitation here? Dolades has a better takedown accuracy. But Ivanov might have a better takedown defense. So it's yeah. kind of a strength on strength when you get into the grappling. It, it really is, Andy. And a lot of people, you know, I, I just don't think that there's a really an advantage for Dolides on the submission part okay. of this okay. or even on the map. Uh, Ivanov here is a cleaner striker with higher volume. Right. I think he has better footwork and big, big main event experience. Mm. So I, just, I, I think that's a big checklist for Imanov across all three things. Obviously, this is the UFC and anything can happen. Yep. But the yep. way that I'm looking at this, Imanov is just a totally out-of-class fighter for this guy. Uh, yeah. This is going to be a very fun fight to watch, but Imanov has it in a runaway, I believe. I mean, this this is fight night, and we're yeah. having a lot of fun here. A lot of ranked fighters squaring off, trying to get up the rankings there, you know, get in that top five breakthrough. No but, man, everybody is looking at UFC 299 yes. and 300. Now, uh, are you taking out a second mortgage? Are you going to try and get out to 299 <laughs> or 300? No, here? I mean, I would love to do these <laughs> things, Andy, but these are... Just fights that are going to be so expensive to go to. Uh, when you when you you just look at what's going to happen here, two ninety nine is going to be headlined by Sean O'Malley, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin Poirier, In Miami, yeah, Kevin yeah. Holland, Gilbert Burns, uh, Peter Yan. Th- these guys are all on that one card, and then you look a couple, you know, uh, a month from that, and they haven't even begun to tell you what UFC 300 is. All they've told us is Justin Gaethje versus Max Holloway. Yeah. They told you that... That's all? Uh, <laughs> Whaley Zhang's going to be on there. Chris Oliveira's going to... Charles Oliveira's going to be yep. there. Prohaska's going to be on there. 
Aljamain Sterling's going to be yep. on there. So yep. they are unloading. Bo Nickel's going to be on there. They are unloading for these two cards. Yeah. And I cannot wait to order them both and watch yeah. them in the seat of my house. I would love to go to both of these, but yeah. I'm just not a millionaire yet. Yeah, Bo Nickel is on Joe Rogan not too long ago talking about UFC 300. And he's, it's going to be so he's awesome. He's planning on just continuing his reign. He will. He's just thrashing the UFC pretty wild. Yeah, no, I can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, this is kind of just, yeah, the, the, the filler while we're waiting for those two cards. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. There's the timer. We are right on it. There There it is. We're right on the nose. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. Yeah. I'm your host, A.N.D. Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, <laughs> there's the parlay. Let's pounder. go. And you know, you know you got to bring a parlay here. Got to. Got to wrap up the show right. We got parlay powder back. We do. On the airwaves, and here yes. we go. We got to do a little preview. We got to do a little look ahead of the game, I it's guess everyone's the talking about. Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's go. Sunday, February 11th. That is a 5:30 yeah. kickoff on CBS and I think it made a lot of eyebrows get raised up a little bit when San Francisco Yeah. Came out as your favorite. I saw a lot of one and a half, two, and it's just getting bet back and forth between one and a half, two, two and a half, then down to one real quick. Yeah, I really don't know how this is going to end before next Sunday, Andy. Yeah. Who's going to be favored or whatever? The line that I like right now, Andy, if you're saying that the 49ers are a two point favorite right uh-huh. now, uh-huh. I can, in almost any book that you go to, you can buy a couple points. Okay. On any book that you go to. All right. I'm the Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half points. I believe is a lock bet. Right. I believe it's a lock bet. On on books that I'm looking at right now, it's a minus yeah. 180 bet for the Kansas City Chiefs plus three and a half. Buy them I, points. I just don't believe that they're going to lose more than three. Buy a field goal. They're not going to lose by more than a field goal. I, I, more than likely, they're going to win this game, Andy. Mm-hmm. And yep. I can't wait to watch this game. This is, our, this is yep. the matchup that everybody's wanted to watch. And yep. uh, yeah, I, I just love that it came down to these two teams. But... Kansas it's, City Chiefs plus three and a half points, I believe, is a, is a surefire way up. to win some money on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, we don't want to give too much away, and it's real early, and we're still out there. And, of course, we're going to spend a lot of time next week talking For about sure, the, the Super Bowl. For sure, the entire show. What about this total? The over-unders in there yeah. at 47. I mean, Andy, I just believe that with these two defenses, this might get bet down a little bit. You think so? But with how prolific yeah. these offenses are, yeah. Andy, this is... All the stars anybody could ever win, ever want yeah. in a game. We're talking Patrick Mahomes, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Uh-huh. Travis Kelsey, probably yep. the best t- tight end of all time. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, can make a case. Best offensive yeah. player and uh, offensive player in football yeah. right now. Yeah. Brock Purdy with everything to prove as yeah. Mister Irrelevant. He's pretty, pretty George solid. Kittle, another I mean, yeah. Debo Ayuk. 
Uh, it, it, it just goes for days. I you, can't wait you to know, watch. I, I think it's Kansas City's defense that you got to look out yeah. for. I think San Francisco, everyone's stuck in week 12, week 11. Yeah. Uh, since that time, they've been nothing fans. I think they're like uh, like a mediocre, like ranked 23rd mm. in the league since that time. So overall yeah. defensive stats, I'm saying like since week 14 yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. You know uh, what I mean? Obviously, they're not as uh, you know hell-bent on keeping people out of the end zone as, uh, as earlier in the year, like you said. Mm-hmm. And another great look that you have to do right now that it's going to get bet up 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 Kansas yep. City Chiefs team total right now is at 22 and a half points oh wow this is the Super Come Bowl on. people you do not yeah. think that Patrick Mahomes is going to score 24 points in the Super Bowl yeah he's going to score 24 points in the Super Bowl get this while you can over 22 and a half points it's a freaking lock I like that. if there is like uh you just got this is some of the stuff that you got to look for the week before the yep. Super Bowl because this stuff's going to get bet bet Bet, bet up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt this if this gets up to twenty six points by next Sunday, Andy. Do we want to get into some of these props? Because yeah. there's some there's some wild ones out there. There, yeah, there yeah. always is a lot of fun ones. Uh, I think I might be the most boring uh, player prop better ever because <laughs> like my favorite ones are all like minus two hundred or something right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, I'm looking at McCaffrey anytime touchdown minus two ten on a lot of books. Yeah. I just think he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah. He scored fifteen out of the last eighteen games. You got to. Yeah, I mean, and you being the parlay pounder, this might be one of your legs here for a parlay because I just is. feel like that. that that you're just taking a Christian McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Well, Andy, if if you look on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, you have to throw that in. I, I, I did the terrible thing of this last Sunday, Andy. Okay. They had it on the book. Christian McCaffrey to not score a touchdown was oh. plus 300. Okay. I thought that was too good of a thing not to take. Right. Obviously, you shoved that in my face, <laughs> yeah, putting two friggin' touchdowns on me. Yeah. I, I just believe that it's it's definitely one of the safest plays of the Super Bowl is to Christian McCaffrey to get in the end zone. All right, He's I'm, going to. Now I'm going to get just about as boring here. Uh, Travis Kelsey, over six and a half receptions. Easy money. I, I mean, it, easy he, uh, Money. He's he's beaten that. I think like six of his last games, he's 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 uh, hit his total and gone over. Yeah. Uh, he's averaging seven and a half catches per game in the playoffs. And you want to talk about a receiver, tight end, quarterback, um, chemistry? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable what those two guys do. Uh, and it's come out that and everyone knows it. There's a lot of plays he doesn't even run the route. He yeah. just runs to where he knows he'll be open. And Patrick Mahomes always kind of has it in the back of his Travis ain't running the play. I know he's going to be over here. I know he's going to be over here. That one play lasted like 14 seconds. Yeah, you know where Baltimore did everything they had. They they had him boxed they could do up. Do whatever they want to do. And they, the pocket finally collapsed. Nobody knew what to do. And he just like side armed it to his right. Kelsey. <laughs> a diving catch for the first down. And Kelsey's playing his best ball of the year yes, right he is. now. Yes, he, he is. is a man on fire. He brings the energy. He is definitely going over on those receptions. Probably anytime touchdown score as well. Yep. Got to look out for that. I love those receptions, though. He is going to be looking for him the entire day, Andy. Do you got any more player ones, or do you want to get... Uh, I got one more player one, player one that I think is a very great value okay. right now. I believe it's going to get even worse with the odds. So right now, Nick Bosa, over two and a half total tackles. Mm. Is at a minus 170? Okay. I believe it's going to be a minus 
probably 200 to 300 yeah. by the time Sunday rolls around. Yep. I love Nick Bosa in this game. He's yeah. going to get after it. He's yep. going to try and you know penetrate this offensive line. And mm-hmm. I, I just believe two and a half tackles is very easily attainable for one of the best yeah. players in the world. We're not talking sacks. We're no. not talking sacks. Total tackles. Total tackles. So okay. I, I love that one. All right. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at some of these uh, prop bets that always come out during the Super Bowl. The most heavily bet game in the world yes. is the Super Bowl. And here we are with <laughs> Super Bowl 58, and it's going to be just the same. Yes, it is. Uh, Usher is going to be performing at halftime. And you can bet on which song he'll perform first, who he'll perform with, number of songs that he's going to get in his list. But I like this one. What brand of shoes is Ooh. he going to be wearing during his performance? What's What's the leading vote getter there? Nike. I don't. They're They're not coming out with that they're right yet. They're not coming out with it. They're and, just telling you that it is going to be a prop bet. And here And then here's a here's a straight bet too. Uh, yeah. Minus one ten. Will he be wearing sunglasses or not? For sure. That's easy money. Oh, really? You think so? Uh, He's a sunglasses wearer. I know he is, but he hasn't been... uh, He's not in the limelight right now, but I believe that is an easy one for for the books. He will be wearing sunglasses. Now, that that opening song, that's going to be tough, because you don't know if he's going to come out with yeah right away. He'll probably... Mix that build in later, it, right? uh, bringing out that. little John and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. that's going to be an, a, a harder one. The the song that I want to talk about, Andy, okay. is the first one, the national anthem with mm. Reba. We're talking Reba. Reba. We're talking Reba. And we're talking 88 oh boy. and a half seconds over under. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, on the, the, the national anthem? For the national anthem. 88 and a half seconds and it's plus money right now on the over. Plus 100. Well, she's going to, I mean, what do you mean 88 seconds? I mean, uh, three and a half minutes or what, what are you talking about? No, 88 and a half seconds, which would be a minute and 20 and a half seconds. Yeah. You think she's going to go over that? She has to, right? She's going to go way over and that. And she's going to prolong she's gonna belt those. this out. She's going to prolong country those. Country singer. Yeah. She's going to, yeah. I, I think that's a very good one to hop on right now. 88 it's seconds. Over, 88 and a half seconds. So I really like that one. Yeah, um, that's over. I, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. So uh, this is, you know, they only have these at like $100 max play until the rehearsal is out. Sure. Because they can really, you know, pinpoint that. So I think that's a good one to get on right now because I believe that she's going yeah. to belt this out longer and longer and longer. One more than I want to get on. A little zany one, Andy. I talk about it every year. <laughs> Color of the Gatorade first dumped on the coach. <laughs> Here we I go. believe I've hit this the last couple of years, Andy. Last year, last year you could see when it actually came out when yep. when the the information made, was not made public, but <laughs> yeah. someone someone somebody told, knew. yeah, somebody knew. And uh, just right now, <laughs> it's got a plus one fifteen bet. On the two colors that I really like, okay. red and purple, they're pushing mm. them together on my book at a plus 115. I believe it is it's going to be, be one of those two colors. So I'm getting two for the price of one yeah. right now. I would just go red, you know, no matter what. I think but it's I'm, red. But I'm getting purple on it just in case. Uh, any other color is minus 155. So if you're, if you're a betting man... But that's exactly what happened yeah. last year. As soon as that uh, color came out, what was it? Blue just shot yeah, through the roof. Yeah, blue just right through the roof. So uh, I like red just because both teams yeah. are red. Uh, it's going to be a good one. But, yeah, I would like I like that plus 115 money when you get two colors, especially one of them being red. I found this kind of interesting, um, getting back into like uh, more serious betting lines. Yeah. Um, Okay, San Francisco, they're your two-and-a-half, one-and-a-half-point favorite, depending on where you're looking. Yeah. However, your Super Bowl 
MVP odds, Patrick Mahomes is out in front at a plus 140. Yeah, Andy. And, and you, <laughs> Does that make sense? It, One team's favored to win the game, but the yep. other team has the favorite for the MVP? It's just... Like, what's going on here? Well, the, the <laughs> what's going on, Andy, is the books just don't want to get... Smashed on with a whole bunch one of side one here, side, there. yeah, yeah, or the other. So, uh, you you got to look at you know Patrick Mahomes obviously being that Super Bowl MVP, mm-hmm. but you go down that list a little bit, Andy, and you get a little value with some of those other guys. I'm trying to bring it up. Well, now. Kelsey's uh, 2100 yeah. plus 2100 is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, uh, Christian McCaffrey plus 450, and that's not bad. That's the one that I'm looking at right okay. now, Andy. Is Christian McCaffrey plus 450 because you you got to think Brock Purdy. He's sitting there at plus 220, yeah. but are they apt to give it to you know a guy with this many stars around him? Obviously, yeah. everybody knows that Patrick Mahomes is getting it. Probably if the Chiefs win the game, right. he is the overall star of everything else. But Christian McCaffrey puts up three touchdowns. <laughs> in this game uh, and really pushes the, that offense yeah. over the line. You can see Plus it. 450 is a very good bet, I like Andy. So I, I do like I, that. I really like Chris McCaffrey MVP odds right now. Uh, if you're on the Chiefs side, you got to throw that money on that plus money with Patrick Mahomes. Like we, how we kind of reeled that one back in. We started to talk about sunglasses and types of shoes and Gatorade yeah. and got it right back into it there. Now, you are the parlay pounder. I am. You heard the horns are up against it. What do you got? This is my way too early four-team Parlay for the Super Bowl, Andy. <laughs> All right. It's at a plus 700 right now okay. with these four selections. I got Isaiah Pacheco, anytime TD score, paired with Christian McCaffrey, anytime TD score. Okay. Then I got Brandon Ayuk, over 62.5 yards. And I got Travis Kelsey rounded out with over 69.5 yards. Like okay. I said, plus 700. Yep. Bet putting twenty five dollars on this to win two hundred dollars. Hey, you're putting your money on the stars, and it's a game full of stars for the stars. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's that's tough to go against that. You, you just got to think that the Chiefs are going to get down to that, you know, you know, uh, foot yard line or yep. two yard line, and Pacheco is that man yep. in the red yep. zone. You got to be thinking that Ayuk is going to get one of those long passes along with Travis Kelsey with that workload. He's getting seventy yep. yards, and then C Mac, you know, he's getting in the end zone. So oh, I yeah. love this play right now. Not putting a lot on it. Twenty five bucks to win two hundred. It's going to be a nice little Sunday for me next week. There we go. I like the plus money. I like the plus seven hundred. Plus seven hundred. Okay. Well, that about do it for us this week. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri City radio and their facebook page our twitter handle and also if you haven't already please subscribe to our youtube channel we're having a lot of fun on that and watching that grow and the interactions the comments all that stuff's a lot of fun yeah it is a lot of fun andy we like getting the flack especially when we get them wrong <laughs> give give us the flack but you know I show some love when we week. win yeah i caught a little last week but yes that's sir. to be expected uh we also got some uh free picks out on tiktok right yeah for sure make sure you tune into tiktok wtl sports betting before major games, obviously, we're going to have a whole bunch of prop bets out there for the Super Bowl. It's going to be a lot of fun this coming week. For Jabron, the parlay pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.